0: Hi guys, this is Natasha Brown and you have tuned into His Word. His Word is here to bring glory to God's name, one testimony at a time. We are here to encourage, uplift, inspire, evangelize and to fellowship with Christ. So what is a testimony? A testimony is the evidence that God is working in your life. It gives us the assurance that God is real and that he is definitely here. So what are you waiting for? Share your testimony today. Hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His word is God's word.
1: My name is Anna Kay. Everyone calls me Anna. I am currently located in Atlanta, Georgia, um, but I'm originally from Montego Bay, Jamaica. And my current occupation is a registered nurse slash full-time entrepreneur. Um, I actually had to have a moment with God just to ask him, like, okay, which one of these many obstacles that you have brought me through do you want me to speak about? And it took me a while, but a couple of years ago, the situation that I overcame or that God brought me through has changed my life. I know everybody says, oh, it changed my life, but it enabled me to have the life that I have now or to be able to do the things that um, I can do in this very moment. So um, I believe it was 2018. I had finished nursing school. Anybody that has gone to nursing school, no matter where in the world you are, it is it is literally one of the hardest things to do, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. And I finally made it through nursing school. (laughs) And we have to take this test called NCLEX. So even though you're finished with school, you still have to take the test to get your license to be able to practice legally. And First of all, the group of friends that I started nursing school with, they had all graduated because I had failed one of my classes in my last semester by a point. It's like the dominoes were like falling one at a time. So either way, finally graduated. Came time for me to take my NCLEX. There's no right way to study for the NCLEX. Um, At the time, I was working full time and I had to be what they call a per diem worker. So I worked when I could because studying trumped working. So you can imagine not working full time. So that means not enough money coming in. And um, I went to take my NCLEX and that day was just off. First of all, studying for the NCLEX, I started having anxiety. I never had anxiety a day in my life. I I don't have test anxiety. Um, It's either I know it or I don't. Um, But just studying for the NCLEX, I started having anxiety. And I come from a very religious home. My mom is very religious. We were raised that way. We were raised with the word of God. Um, so it's it's not new to me. Uh, it's it's nothing that, you know, I'm not aware of. Um, and my mom would always come in my room and say, just, just pray. Pray before you start studying. You know, pray for God to give you the wisdom. And w- when you're going through it, it's hard to really... I don't know how to explain, but it's hard to really like believe, like, oh yeah, like God is just gonna make everything, you know, okay. And I'm saying that from the the mindset of not fully believing like all the wondrous things that he can do. Um, but as you grow, you learn. But in in that moment, that's where my mindset was. I was still in the mindset of, you know, I'm the one that's making things happen. And I was still in the world. Like I said, that day was just off. I knew I wasn't going to pass the test. And it came came to pass that I didn't pass it. So I was already betting against myself. I, I already believed that I didn't pass. Didn't pass. And the the events just started lining up one at a time. So I believe it was a Thursday. A Thursday I took my test. I found out like the next day that I didn't pass. And that same Friday morning, I had to go get my sister from the airport in Miami. We lived like two hours away from Miami. So I did that tour, two hour drive, got my sister. I was literally on my way out of Miami and my car broke down on the side of the road. And I was like, all right, so we just we just going to start laying it one at a time. Called my uncle. My uncle lived in Miami. He came and got us. And I think I was like 20. I was 22 at the time. Yeah, I was 22. And I was still like in, you know, that phase of, you know, I can do everything. Like I control everything. So the Thursday, I took my NCLEX, failed it. The Friday, my car broke down. My engine blew. My mom had to, to come get us from Miami. Anxiety, depression, everything sudden in at the same time. And then the Saturday, my car payment was due. And like I said, I had stopped working. So money wasn't coming in for me. And my savings, I have been living off of my savings. So I had to pay my car car note the Saturday, no money to pay my car note. So I believe I had like the last 500 in my account. And I was like, you know what, I can't be in America right now. Too many bad things are happening. Like mentally, I cannot handle it. Like, I feel like if one more thing happens, it's just going to tip me over the edge. God knows what I'm going to do. So I was like, the plan was for me to pass my NCLEX, take a trip to Jamaica, take like a month off, and then come back and start working. So I was like, you know what? Even though I didn't pass, I'm still gonna keep that same plan in mind. So I booked a ticket to Jamaica. I booked a one-way ticket to Jamaica. And I packed my stuff and I went down. My mom gave me this book by Joyce Myers. I think it's called Mental Warfare or something along those lines. Um, And she was like, while you're there, I want you to read this book every day before you start studying and pray every single day and I was like you know what I tried it my way it didn't work so I'll I'll try it your way and I took the book with me took all my studying um, stuff with me and I got there I was around my family so I didn't really have to worry about you know like money like that except for like my bills that I had to pay and it's crazy looking back at the events of things that happened now. Um, I just texted my friend, Tajay, and I was like, thank you. Because I had met him, I believe, like a month or two before everything started happening. And we met via social media. To this day, we still have not met in person. And during that time, like, he was the male um, friend in my life, kind of, like, encouraged me and um, was supporting me financially. Remember, never met this person. I never had to send the naked picture. I never had to commit to anything. It just shows, like, God sends you your angels in the right time. You may not see it, like, in the moment, but... Looking back at it, it was like, oh my God, like, it was like he was preparing everything to happen. And I was just like, only God. That helped a lot because I was able to focus on, you know, getting closer to God and not having to worry about finances like my mom recommended i did read that book every day i still haven't finished it but i feel like i i got exactly what i needed to get out of the book for me it was that everything that i was going through it was indeed a mental warfare me not passing my test it wasn't really anything physical it was it was more in my head because like I said, I had already told myself I wasn't going to pass. That started the war immediately because the moment you believe it in your head, whatever you tell yourself, whatever you speak to yourself, and now I'm a firm believer in not speaking anything negative over my life, um, over other people's life. It said in the Bible, your tongue is powerful. Like it can do wondrous things and it can do devious things. It, it took me a while to to understand that. Reading that book like I would go down to my aunt's hairdresser shop every morning with the book with my study materials I would read it and then I would pray and then I would study and it made studying so much easier like no anxiety. I'm not trying to sound cliche but I kid you not this is exactly how it happened. Read prayed studied and i was able to retain all the information it was clicking for me like the second time around doing it with god in the middle of everything it made it so much easier and What I thought was going to be like, oh, me going to Jamaica is not really gonna do any good. I had (laughs) one of the best summers. Even while I was in the midst of turmoil, my car was working down. I didn't have the finances to fix my car. So my dad said that he would fix it. And I never really relied on my parents for anything. I've been working since I was 16. So I've always been financially independent. My dad was like, You know what? It's fine. Go focus on your studies. I'll fix your car. I didn't have to worry about it. It it was everything aligned perfectly. Tajay coming into the picture, you know, my dad fixing my car, being in Jamaica with my aunt, not really having to worry about much and just solely focusing on my studies and being able to pass my test. And I love the water, so I got to go to the river every other weekend. I got to go to the beach. What should have broken me actually helped me flourish. The month went by, summer was over. I came back to the States, took my test, passed it. A job was already lined up for me. It, It was just like everything happened seamlessly. Even though things were bad, it was bad for a good reason that's kind of like how I look at life now like things may be bad but it's not necessarily bad for a bad reason I'm gonna deviate for a a moment but a couple months ago I when I just moved to Atlanta because I travel so much for work I'm a traveler so I go from like state to state and when I moved away from my parents I still had my um, Florida driver's license I moved to New Jersey from Florida I was in New Jersey for like a year and then i moved down to atlanta and i never changed over my license never had any issues with it i came down here i was on my way to work i was running behind so of course i was speeding but i got pulled over and i had nothing to worry about i had all my papers what am i worried about so i gave him the cup all my stuff and he was like do you know that your driver's license is suspended I need you to step out of the car, take all your belongings with you because your car will be towed. I'm giving you a ticket for speeding, driving on a suspended license. And I got another ticket. So three tickets. My car was impounded. I was late for work everything that day that could have gone bad was going bad i was like okay the cop dropped me at work and i I wanted to see proof like what do you mean my license is suspended so he showed me on his thing where it says suspended so you know anything goes wrong the first person you call is your mother and my mother she like i said she's a firm believer in god prayer is her everything so i called her and you know in the moment she prayed and she was like, just pray about it and do what you can. And that was one of like the first events in my life where I was fully, and when I say fully, I was fully devoted to giving God this moment and not worrying about it. Even with the, the event in 2018, like it was towards the end where I was giving him control of the situation after me trying to control everything and trying to make everything work didn't work. And I was like, you know what, God, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to do the typical, I'm not going to give the situation the typical response of being anxiety ridden, starting to worry, being stressed out, like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I got to work that night. I was like an hour late, you know, started taking care of my patients. And once I got some time, I sat down, I prayed, and then I started doing what I could physically do because faith without work is dead. So I started doing what I could do, what I could control. And a part of that was my mind. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to stress out. God has this in his palm. He's going to work it out. And when I tell you, I don't know where I got that strength from, but it was like a new person was reborn and i'm the type of person i will stress if it's one thing i'm gonna do is stress about a situation (laughs) i will not miss an opportunity to stress about a situation i cannot change when i was you know displaying this new found person in the situation it was a bit scary even for me because i was like no i'm not gonna stress i'm gonna give it to god i'm gonna pray about it And I didn't know how I was gonna get home that morning from work. I didn't know how I was gonna get back to work because I was working for the next three nights because that's how um nurses' schedule are. We work three in a row or three for the week, and I was working throughout that whole entire week. How am I gonna get to work? I don't have any family here. It's just me and one of my friends that moved here and she's working. So how am I gonna get to work? How am I gonna get my car from the pound? It was just like all those thoughts, and I, I was like, no. It'll work out. So ended up having to Uber to work. Got my car out of the pound. I booked a ticket to Florida to go take care of everything. And it's crazy because we're we're still in a situation, and most of the um, the DMVs they're not like you can't get same the appointments. You have to book ahead of time. And I could not get to an appointment. And I had to get the situation handled. So I was like, you know what? My mom's like, just come. Just come down and we'll go and and see what can happen. So I flew to Florida, got my car out of the pound, flew to Florida, and I went to the DMV. The same day, God sent me this worker in the DMV. Didn't have to wait in any line. I cannot make this up. Didn't have to wait in any line. She came to me. She's like, how can I help you? I was telling her the situation. She's like, okay, let me see what I can do. Um, I explained, you know, I'm a travel nurse, I move around a lot. And she was like, okay. And within 30 minutes, (laughs) within 30 minutes, she came back, she was like, we can restore your license, but you'll have to pay a fee. And I was like, that's okay. If that's all it's gonna cost me, and I get to maintain my sanity, that's okay. So we did it. And she was like, oh, thank you for your service as a nurse, all of that. And I got my license. I didn't have to go through the hassle of trying to make an appointment. I was thinking I would have to stay in Florida longer than I I had the amount of time to do. So it was just like everything worked out seamlessly. And looking back at it, um, I was talking to my mom and she was like, you know, you being stopped and you going through the situation was for a reason because it could have been worse where you got into an accident or, you know, something worse happened and, your license is suspended. Like, that's that's a felony. So me thinking, oh, you know, me getting stopped, pulled over with three tickets, that's the worst that could happen. Like, no, it could have been worse because I didn't know I was driving around on a suspended license. Like, so this was God's way of telling me, like, hey, stop for a minute.
0: Because like, how else would you have known? You wouldn't. You would never have known.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And like I said, something worse could have happened. Like I could have gotten an accident. Like driving on a suspended license. That's that's a big deal. anywhere. So just imagine. All I had to do was pay a couple hundred dollars to get my car out of pound. You know, travel back and forth to work, and restore my license. Like not every bad thing is a bad thing and i'm a firm believer in that with those two situations god will let things happen as either a lesson or a blessing or both like it's it's never anything bad like he doesn't do bad things to us and again it it starts in your mind like you have to firmly believe that he's always in control like he only wants good things for you And you'll start to look at situations differently. And we're all humans. So, you know, we're going to fall short and, you know, have crazy thoughts. But as long as at the end of the day, you know that, you know what, God is in control. He has a plan and a purpose for my life. And I know he's not going to stop until that is fulfilled then every situation that you encounter you have to see it as a blessing and a lesson because even to this day i still can't believe it i'm like i don't even want to know what the other side of that situation look like it'll work out it starts with believing it starts with you know having the mindset and i always pray like god give me the mental clarity to see the things you want me to see to hear the things you want me to hear because discernment is a huge part of our daily existence believe it or not
0: we have to live in the spirit and to live in the spirit means to die every day to carry your cross every day because as we know, like we are amongst things that aren't of God and things come to try us and is about knowing what to react to and what not to react to. Yes. And like at the same time, the enemy can use anybody to frustrate you. If they're not in the spirit, they can be used. And mm-hmm. it, could, it can be hurtful because these people are very close to you and you love them. But at the same time, yeah. you're like, okay, you know what? I have to be very careful because the Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in heavy, heavenly places. So even when these things do happen, it's not me attacking you. I have to call the spirit that's in you and bind that because I, I can't yeah. afford to be going back, back and forth with this. No. This no. is not, no. So I hear you. Like, I pray that prayer. Every day, God, help me to hear from you. Help me to ha- tell me to know what's from you and, what, and what's not from you. And mm-hmm. while you were speaking, two verses came to mind. The first verse that came to mind is that all things work for the good of those who love yes. him and those calling yes. to His purpose. I stood on that word last year because things come and you're like, God, why are you allowing this to happen? But it's yes. like this, like everything is gonna work you're you're exactly. gonna it now, it works out in your good.
1: You'll see it, right? yeah. <laughs> you're You're in the midst of it, but you don't know until you step back and you look at the bigger picture and you're like, "Oh, okay, that like that makes sense." And like you said, like that's one of the word that I exist on. like everything is happening for your good. it's It's all gonna work out in the end, and it always does. And I just pray that I always live to see the outcome and
0: like that's why it's so important to not like give up because when Mm -hmm. you give up you're not seeing what's what could be or what's next like the amount of times i'm like god like this isn't for me but i won't see what's next if i if i Mm -hmm. give up i won't know what we could really see or experience at the end of it like god is an amazing god any plans that we have for ourselves is nothing in comparison to what what he has for us so if we give up you won't see it paul says you like he finished his race do you know how powerful that is to finish what you started even when (laughs) people always like say you know it's harder to start something it's not hard to start. It's easy to no. start. It's the process. It's what yes. it's in between. Do you understand? So it's just amazing to hear um, that God really allowed you to see His glory in all that was happening. Even when it looked really bad and you think it's the enemy sometimes. But sometimes it is the enemy. But sometimes it's just God allowing things to happen. Some, I feel yeah. like people always blame the enemy. So, sometimes it's God. How about that? sometimes it's God allowing these things to happen and Mm -hmm. it's not bad that he's allowing it Job right he he lost everything he lost it all he went through the worst things ever but guess what at the end of it he got more than what he had before so people Mm -hmm. say oh my god he lost it all okay he did but he got more than what he had before and God allowed the enemy to do what he intended to do to Job. So sometimes, don't say, oh my God, is the enemy. No, sometimes it's God allowing things to happen, to teach you a lesson, to build your faith, to help you yes. to elevate. Because if you continue to remain in the same place, you won't ever grow, you won't ever elevate. He needs to take you out of your comfort zone to build you. Mm-hmm. Because if you remain in that same place, where are you heading to? He can't use you if you're comfortable. He can't yeah, he use can't, you if you're comfortable.
1: Yeah, he can't use you if you're still replaying the same reality like h- how are you gonna show God's glory through and not that there's anything wrong with it I mean every it takes time everybody do things in their own timing but one thing my mom said to me during our Daniel fast is that she said God said to her if I show him off he'll show me off and and at first I didn't get it and I'm like I mean yeah I talked I, I talk about God every now and then I talk about like you know the things that he's brought me through but I've never actually you know been like a advocate for him and lately that's what I've kind of been trying to do without being pushy because I understand that everybody do things in their own time and things don't click. In the same time that it does for me for everybody else so and that's kind of where discernment comes in and also you know just being an empath um but she said if you show him off he'll show you off and like i said that's kind of what i've been doing or trying to do it's one of the many things that i wanted to have during my daniel fast was for this new business that i have to to start showing some type of fruition. And just the struggle, like you said, it's easy to start something, but going through the process, having to overcome all those hurdles, and it's just, it's been such a long road trying to get this business, even to this point right now. Me and my partner, we started our med spa, just because we were just tired of working bedside, and we still do work bedside, um, but we started it for that sole reason, And it has been a struggle, when I tell you a struggle, mentally, physically, emotionally, we have both cried out to God continuously, like, God, are you sure this is what you want us to do? (laughs) Because everything that is happening is, is making it seem like it's not. And I remember one time, um, a couple months ago, I think it was in September, I was driving to work. I had like an hour drive to work. We were trying to find a medical director to sign on so that we could start practicing. And we couldn't, we would come this close, like, to finding somebody. And either they would, like, be like, oh, sorry, I can't do it. Or just, like, not respond to us. So imagine, like, getting close to the thing that you want and then for it to all just vanish. It was a lot mentally, like, it was emotionally draining. And I remember I was driving to work and I was just like, God, like, (laughs) I don't understand what is going on, but I trust you. And I just started weeping. Like, when I say boo-hoo, like, I was weeping. This Lauren Daigle song was playing. Actually, I was playing her whole playlist. The song Look Up Child was playing. It's crazy because God sends you exactly what you want, exactly when you need it, and no time before and no time after in the perfect timing. Even though everything is happening, it's not going how we want it to go, but He still wants us to look up to Him and keep our heads up and still believe. And this past weekend was the first time we had been like fully booked for the entire weekend. And even though I had to come off a 12 hour shift, go straight to work. It was just like, I I see God showing his mercy and goodness in my life, in my finances. If you've been around from the beginning, you can see God's glory in my life. Even now, like the little things, the mental things, the way how I can like take a step back and be like, okay, I've been letting whatever's going on control how I think, how I react to things. Being able to like see that, address it. And then, you know, move on from that and react to things in a different way. It's only because of God. Like, I cannot take the credit for that, nor do I want to. Like, everything that I have, I'm 26 years old. I'm able to do things that people my age can't do. I'm in a career that I will always have a job. I have a business that I know that God is going to turn into a multi-million dollar business. Like I just, I believe that I receive it. I claim it because he did not bring me this far. And that's something that I say to myself almost every day. He did not bring me this far just to bring me this far. Like there's no way, <laughs> like I do not believe that. And whenever I'm going through it, whenever I'm in the midst of it, that's one of the things I repeat to myself, God, you did not bring me this far. Like, me and you both know how far you brought me. So I know this is not the end. I know this is this is not, like, what you have planned. And I know what you have planned is greater, more abundant than what I could even imagine. A lot of times, I want to go out and party. I want to go out and, you know, turn up. But I know, like, that's not something that's going to be pleasing to God. And in order for, you know, for... He's going to bless you either way. But I also want to be a servant for him. I want to do things that are pleasing in his sight. So I have to sacrifice my flesh. Like, I really want to do that. I really want to go get lit with y'all. But that's just not something that is going to be pleasing to him. And I've taken my relationship with God very serious now to where if you are the type of person that don't even believe, or acknowledge you know like i just know it's not gonna yeah we're not gonna match because when you're going through it and you're complaining and i'm telling you to pray or i'm praying for you and you're like how is that gonna help like no. Nah, I, I completely.
0: We, i agree i feel like the friends in which you have like as girls as well right we love to mm-hmm. talk. We love to share our emotions. We love to just mm-hmm. vent and get every, every, get everything out, even if we aren't asking for advice. But your response is so crucial because it could either build up my faith or it can turn me away from God. Right? So if so, people always say, "Oh, yeah, but Jesus, He was around people who were unbelievers because He could do that. He had the strength to do that. But some mm-hmm. of us just don't have that strength no, yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Do you understand? I'm not there yet. When you know what I'm trying to say. so I feel like it's best to do what's best for you especially in your walk with Christ even if it offends other people it like at the end of the day what can I do I'm putting God first and that's that if you're offended by that then Mm -hmm. I I don't know if we're able to connect here and I don't have anything against you just that we are not on the same walk and what I learned as well last year is that sometimes where God is taking you 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 can't bring everyone with you. Like I was talking to my friend yesterday, and she was like, "Listen, some people are lit. This sounds of it, okay?" She said, "Some people are literally dead weight. Mm -hmm. They're like you're carrying around people with you who don't have the same mentality, who don't have the 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 same mindset, who aren't walking in the spirit. Things that are gonna come. So I need us to be able to pray together and bind Mm -hmm. and break whatever we need to. But if we can't Mm -hmm. do that, then what are we really doing here?" What? Because we are at an age where we we are in our prime years. Everything Mm -hmm. that we do right now is going to affect what happens in the future, our children, their children. So we literally have to make choices that are smart. The Bible says bad character corrupts good character. The same way that he saw that tree, the um, fig tree, and he said, die he he, he <laughs> commanded the tree to die because it wasn't b- bearing, fruit. bearing fruit so if mm-hmm. the um, if the people around you are not bearing fruit if you guys are not bearing fruit together mm-hmm. th- yeah in Christ then i'm i'm so sorry like but and, i hear
1: you i hear you <laughs> you're not wrong and and even speaking on us being in women's month it's i feel like what us as women do in this era in this window is so important for our bloodline because i know a lot of people like to say oh we're living on our great grandmother's prayers and we are so imagine we are living on their prayers and we are in this era and we are not praying what are the ones that are going to come after us are going to live on like which is why it's so important for us as women to have that relationship with god pray live in the word my mom always tells me it's gonna come a point where you don't have the Bible anymore and it's gonna be what's inside you, what you have memorized, what you have Yeah.
0: The Bible let says dwell you in you need to hide the word in your heart. Hide yes, it. Yes.
1: Cause you will hide need it, it one day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's gonna come a time where all you have is your tongue and you can't go and flip the book or open your app. And so I urge, I encourage any woman that is listening to this, send it to your friends, send it to your girlfriends, your mother, your sister, because it's going to come a time where if you do not have that relationship with God, if you do not have the word hidden in your heart, I don't, I don't want to know what's going to happen. To be honest, I I don't want to know what's going to happen. We have to get serious the same way we get serious about, you know, having everything look aesthetically pleasing and having the latest this and you know being so serious about the relationships that we we have it's time to get serious about the relationship with god and be more committed to him and to pleasing him like at this point in my life i don't worry about pleasing anybody around me and i just had a situation with a friend of mine where we were to go away for her birthday trip and initially i agreed (laughs) initially i agreed and then i prayed about it and i'm like you know what I can't leave the country right now because I'm in the midst of something where I've worked really hard for And it's crazy because friend is also my business partner. We have the same business. And I'm like, you know what? We can't leave. Both of us can't leave the country. So it's your birthday. You go have fun and I'll, you know, stay back, make sure that everything is, is, is running because I know I asked God to make sure that we are fully booked for March. And I believe firmly that it's gonna happen so I want to prepare and make room for it and if I'm gone there's no way that that can happen and it's so crazy that initially you know she was hurt about it which I understand but I've gotten to the point of living my life where if God doesn't give me the okay I'm not gonna do it like I don't care who it's gonna hurt of course I I care but I'd rather please God than please you know humans and so said so done she went away we got last minute appointment. If both of us were gone, who were gonna that's clients that we would have missed out on. And you know, we've been praying for clients and now God is like, here it is, and we're we're open to it. We made room for it. And that's why I'm like having that relationship with God, knowing how to discern his voice and you know, being ready, it is so important. Listen, if you don't take anything from this episode Just know that God is right on time. He has you exactly where he wants you to be. You also have to put the work in and having that relationship with him so you can actually hear his voice. So you can actually hear when he says, okay, now it's time to go. It's time to stop. It's time to, you know, do whatever. But we won't know that unless we have that relationship with him. I'm not saying, you know, every day is going to be perfect or every day. I forget to pray sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the midst of clocking in and I'm like, dang, I went all day without praying or reading my Bible, but putting the effort to having that relationship, putting the effort to do things that are pleasing in his sight. And I always say, God, make me more like you. And then I find myself in situations where I have to make decisions that he would make. And it's not easy. It's not. This walk is probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do. It's going to be so worth it and it'll make your life 10 times easier. Even if you are in turmoil, even if you are in the worst phase of your life, he will send angels. He will make situations that are horrible into just like seamless transitions. Like, and nobody can tell me that God is not real. <laughs> like, it's just no way. It's it's no way. So we are in an era where we have to start praying because our four parents, they did their they did their, their part, they prayed and we're living on their prayers. So it's it's our time as the women, you know, the feminine energy in the households, the feminine energy in our in our friend groups, and not only that, but encourage each other to do the same. Like we have to start praying and praying. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you so much, Anna, for coming on to the His Word Podcast. It's been an absolute to- pleasure having you on here I've learned so much and I'm so inspired by you I believe that you really like enabled us to see that anything that happens in our life don't see it in this in the flesh or in the natural see in the spirit Mm -hmm. see what God is trying to do so anybody out there who's playing this episode I just pray that you were able to see what's happening in the spirit that everything that happens in your life is not to harm you is not to take you yes. out it is to propel you forward is to elevate you is to bring you to a new place of maturity and in order to To be mature in Christ, you have to experience some things. We thank God that He continues to work wonders in our lives. And I just want to say as well that if you do have a testimony, do not hesitate to reach out. We are an international platform and we are here to glorify God's name internationally. So if you do have a testimony, do not keep it to yourself. If your friends and family has shared something amazing, you let us know, and we're able to use this platform to glorify God's name and to bring many people to Christ. The Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 12 verse 11 it says and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony do you know how powerful that is the living word lets us know that we have a duty to overcome to overcome every obstacle of the enemy everything that he has programmed to have dominion over your life everything that he has programmed to work against you every obstacle it fails because of your testimony it fails because you were able to overcome It fails because you took that step to glorify God's name, to be obedient, to really acknowledge him. So if you are sitting on a testimony, sit no longer. Change the narrative on your life and give God all the glory. You don't know who you're able to impact. You don't know who you're able to save just by sharing what he has done for you. So guys, it's been a pleasure. It's Natasha Brown and you have listened to his word.